Hoping that one day I'll make it on through Every time I try to leave you Feel that I need you That's what got me coming right back to you Whatever happened to the old days Where you ate the dishes, cups to be cool And everybody hung out by the shake pool Black top was old too And every now and then they had a party Where everybody got in bathing suits Try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new day to live your life This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's life in football We are life in football Well Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today, our very special guest is none other than the legendary coach, Tim Good-Brown. Now, anybody from Gaston County, the Big Bend area, they'll know who I'm talking about because he was known for the legendary phrases, hog tie. <laughs> it's high, too high, it's good. <laughs> Willie Shotgun Simmons. He the one gave Ray Ray that name. Everybody say Shotgun. He the one gave him the name, Shotgun Simmons. He was the announcer for the James A. Shanks Tigers. He coming straight out of Quincy, Florida, and he's a legend, man. When I say a legend... His voice was so amazing over the microphone. The WCTV News, the news came and did a special on him. They had the cameras watching him like how you would see today on a Netflix series. They had a camera up in the booth with him while he was calling the game. He's not only a man in football, but he's a man of God. He's somebody who's always inspirational. You know, he's he's deep into the church. He's starting to pastor now. He has a business, a carrier business, and he just does a lot for the community. I can remember as a youngster, he even looked out for me and some of my teammates. I had a, a linebacker teammate with me by the name of Mickey Baker. And, you know, he wasn't in the best of situations, but Coach Brown looked out for him, bought him food here and there. And I remember one day he bought us all these Under Armour um, garments. This this one, this was just kind of getting into the 
like what everybody wear now, like the Under Armour garments. He bought all of the whole linebacker group. He bought all of the Under Armour um, gear to wear for the games. He did that out of his own pocket. And that means a lot because he was a person that also coached us too. He was our linebacker coach too. My head coach gave me, hey, he gave me the, the rain coat. We was out there hitting now. And he used to call us the nasty boys. He used to build a mic. And that's one of them nasty boys on the hit. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, it's nothing. Like, you got legendary people who talk on the mic for us in certain communities. Like, in the HBC community, you got the legendary, um, well, he actually announced for the band. But um, he's a legendary announcer. Um, what, what's Joe Bullock. Joe Bullock. Anybody who done been a fam you, they know Joe Bullock. And that's what Coach Brown was for Quincy. Not for the band, but for the football team. He was so legendary, man, with his phrases, his tone. He made the game bigger than the game sometimes. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Coach? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks, guys. It's a blessing to have you on. Now, Mike didn't give me all this. Like, hey, you you, <laughs> you the man. So, with you being this special in the community, this just special overall, and God just blessing you and got the light on you and he using you to, to bless all of us now, What? how did you know? That you had the voice to get on the mic and just do it like that. You just mess around. DJ one two three. Hey, this your boy. This your boy. What like what you did to, to figure it out? Uh, um, thanks guys first for the opportunity and no uh, and the platform to um to to be a part of something such as this. Um, I was inside my mother's womb some fifty years ago in nine months. I was gifted and anointed, but I first realized it when I was. Uh, the King of Stewart Street Elementary School, and we had a Christmas play, and they needed somebody to sing uh, a Christmas song, a drummer boy, and uh, and some kind of way, Miss Nowling, our musical teacher back at Stewart Street, then she pushed me up, and I w I wasn't shy to the mic, and I opened my mouth, and my gift came out, and when I, and ever since then. A microphone um, has been my friend, and, and 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 it's just one of the gifts that God blessed me with. Do you remember the first game you called? I, 1996 at Corey Field, I replaced a legend. Mm. Legends have to replace legends. Mm. You have to pass the torch. Right. Ali passed it to Mike Tyson. Then Mike Tyson passed it to Roy. Then Roy passed it to 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 to, to uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. But so yeah, I replaced Don White in 1996. I was nervous, and I think my first game was against Pensacola Pace. Might have been when Old Thad Buzz became the town. Uh, played at Florida State. I remember that vividly. It was a cold night, and after I got the first word out and heard myself. The rest is history. Now, see, I think a lot of people don't understand what how serious this was, man. Cause Coach Brown, everybody in Quincy know him by good. You right. would see him back in the day. You used to see him walking up and down. I'm talking about he used to walk the whole Quincy trying to get in shape doing his thing. And I can remember as a youngster going to the games 
and just hearing his legendary voice calling over the mic with Leroy Smith, uh, cha-cha, whole time. And I just love when he said that. He got him whole tied at the 15-yard line. But I just got to know, man, where that inspiration came from to just just rock the mic. Like, you were like a DJ at, at the game. How, where that came from? It's, it's, it's just God's gift. And, and, and um, wherever there's much given, there's much required. And God blessed me with a lot of talents. And, and um Growing up, my, 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 my late father, the late Reverend Willie Brown, was a pastor and a preacher and a man of God. And my late mother, Barbara Ann Bryant, she was a gospel singer, the gospel consolers. So I've been inclined to music, which it gave me an ear for it, and it enhanced um, the skills and the talents that God blessed me with. So whenever the lights came on, it was never too bright. Whenever the mic came on, I was never shaken because it, I was prepared for it. And then I had to understand who I was in God. My name, I was named Timothy. And that's Timothy, my name equals favor, the favor of God. And I'm in the Bible twice, Timothy 1 and Timothy 2. So I got a double anointing and blessing on my life. And when I get in front of a microphone, my talents just come forth. Now, see... I want to know how was it for you. Give us some of your background. How was it for you? I hear you talking about your parents. How was it for you growing up in Quincy? Growing up in Quincy, man, it, it, Quincy, I love where I'm from. I embrace where I'm from. It's a historical town, a small, close-knit town, and I grew up, um, you know, my parents divorced kind of early, so it was on my mother, and she was a teacher and an educator at the Great Stewart Street Elementary School where I was Mr. Stewart Street in the fifth grade. So I didn't have to ride the bus. I rode with my mom every morning to work and to school until I got to middle school. And then um, that's when I started uh, getting into sports. You know, I played football with the, with this, with the recreation department first, basketball. Um, I was a great shooter, great scorer, didn't play much D. They called me downtown Tim Brown at an early age. And as I got into high school, that's when I kind of shifted, and I met a man by the name of the late coach Joe Barnes, called him B, taught me everything about basketball and inspired me to make me want to be a coach. And I can remember on graduation night in 1989, the last of the 80s and the best class that ever went to James A. Shanks High School, no offense to yours. Oh, you're but, right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, but that particular class, man, on graduation night, they say – most likely to be coaching in the NBA. Didn't quite make it to the NBA. But now at the age of 50, going from back to, to there, being an ordained minister and a man of God, I'm still coaching, and I'm on a winning team. And it says in the Bible that your gift will make room for your future. This is how I got here to 113 North Main in Polk County. The same streets that I rode by as a basketball coach going to play for four state titles back to back to back in high school, losing to the likes of Sylvia Files, the great Sylvia Files, gold medal winning Sylvia Files. She beat us twice in four years. She transferred from Gulliver Prep to Edison. So we had that. So so, so, so as I reflect back over my life, Man, 
every chapter of my life, it's been good. And I could see the hands of God in every part of my life. Whenever she won them gold medals, I was watching her. I was connected. I'm connected to that, you know? So, man, um, and then when I became the voice of James A. Shanks, sports, my gift, I took the bow off my gift. And then the manifestation of what the word of God say, that your gift will make room for your future. Look where I'm at today. The Life in Football, this podcast, in my opinion, is the best podcast out there. Not because some are here, but the people that have came here and the people that are to come. So, man, my life is good. I'm unemployed right now by man, but I'm hired by God. And that's an honor. And it's an honor to be on this platform, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Coach, you're an inspiration everywhere you go. I know <laughs> it. it. You you got it. Like, you got it locked in. I know everybody see it on you. Like, I want to know what was the moment when you was doing all the games that you done, football-wise. Okay. You did all the games. You done seen all the players come through. What was the player that you said, Woo! That boy's special. Because you have seen oh a lot. Oh my God. Like what which one that Man. you caught just caught your eye? Man. Wow, that's a that's a good one and a good tough one. Seeing the likes of John Hunt, Mike Neely, Ronald Vickers, Cuttingham, Tim Kelly, Roman Donaldson, uh the Fag Boys, the Cody Fag, yours truly, Michael Figures. Uh, Mickey Baker, Donnie Young, Danny Young, Running Running Thomas, Leroy Smith, Willie Going Northern, uh, Alex Jackson, uh, Abdul Howard, Super Bowl MVP, Dexter Jackson. Man, which one that I knew was special? To make it or not make it, just, just overall. Just right then. Just right he then. He was just special to you. One player. Cause, no, no, give him about five. No, nah, but well, let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. okay. Just, I'm going to just tell you why. Because I was watching, a, I, I don't go to basketball games that much. Okay. But when I went to a state championship basketball game, I was like, let me just go down there since it's in Lakeland. Let me go see what it looked like. This basketball boy, I think he played at Edgewood Water in Orlando. His name mm -hmm. was Darius Washington. He's that bad. boy he was, was jumping out the gym. He was bad. He was boom. Wow. And it didn't look like he was that tall. So when he, he come down. He about 6'2". Boom. I was like, dang. I, it was like, I was like, dog. He's so good. Wow. So I went and looked him up later because okay. I don't think I... I might have had a cell phone at that time, but I don't know. I went and looked him up late. I was like, dog, this dude good. So I followed his career okay. all the way through. I wanted to see what he do. And I don't even care about basketball, but right. he was just that good. I wanted to see him. And the crazy thing about it, he was playing against the quarterback. I think he went, I forgot, the quarterback from, um, he played with the Colts. He, he, went, he was at University of Florida, and he transferred to NC State and finished there. Um... Oh, the uh, and, he, and he's still in the lead right now. You talking Russell Wilson? Uh -uh. No. Nah, he, he uh, talking about... Uh, dog, I can't forget the boy. I think he, start, he, he came from he, uh, Dowie or Deerweed, the high school. I can't think of he, it. Because he's the black, he, he the black uh, guy. Um, 
That's what you talking about. Yeah, he and he might be at Miami right now. Yeah, yeah, he's starting quarterback. Like he, he, everywhere he go, he get an opportunity. To oh, start. you talking about Brissett? Yeah, that's Kobe him. Brissett. He played yes, against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brissett, he was good in basketball, but Darius Washington was that was the only guy caught my eye that I could really remember. Like, oh my, boy, this boy good. Like, right. Well, I ain't know Mike then, but still, that's what I call him and say every time somebody good. Right, but right, right. That boy was jumping out, Jim. So who caught your eye like that? In Just, football, not basketball. Yeah, in football, football. In football. Okay. Uh, wow, man, that's a tough, good one. Um, I would have to say, was it that old shotgun? Willie old Simmons, that fam, you head it, coach it, right it, now, it, but it, it, it was shotgun. It was Willie shotgun Simmons. Um, if you know, and it's tough because I can easily go a Quincy Saint. I can go a Quincy top five. Or, give me top five. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, top five. Top five. Mount Rushmore. Football Quincy. Don't throw, my, don't throw Mike in. No, don't yeah, throw Mike yeah, in because yeah, I'm on the pod. Yeah, don't, don't, don't okay, juice him man. up. I want to know the real boy. You want to know the real. Which I know he was, in but no, I want to know. In no particular order, Mount Rushmore. Quincy football players, from my eyes and my perspective, John Mike Neely, 1987 quarterback, hump. Dexter Jackson, 1995. Yes, sir. I can't call one without the other. The Fag Boys. Cody mm-hmm. and D. Mickey Baker, linebacker of Mike team, Mike era, an old school, an old school guy by the name of Marvin Mike Millen. The Honorable Bishop Marvin McMillan right now. Played back in 85, I think. And, and there's so many other great players. That's the Quincy Shanks, unofficially, from my eyes, Mount Rushmore. Those five guys, you got a Super Bowl MVP in there. You got two great quarterbacks in there. You got an offensive lineman in there. And you got a set of brothers in it. You know, it was, you know. Now, see, what a lot of folks got to know when I say coach, bro, he been coaching little league, middle school, high school, everything. So let me give y'all a story, right? I got a few stories. I remember the first time I kind of found out about Coach Brown. He was coaching with a team in little league. And I was playing little league. This back in the legendary little league, Quincy, Florida day. I'm talking about, I kid y'all not. These games were during the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Jail and the pack. crowd packed. Jail pack. And we used to have bowlers, Juicy Jane. Oh, man. Uh, My Run. Yeah. Um, the Eric and Derrick twin. Um, guys from Sawdust, guys from Greenberg, guys from here, Sashoko, guys from all these different neighborhoods I'm named. The best guys out there on the field. And I'll never forget. We getting ready to play their team because their team was undefeated. <laughs> and they were one of the best out there. Four years in a row. I'm sorry. And, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. I I hear a little chant. Beat them bad clap. 
boom, and they they right on point with beat him, beat. And I look over there at Cole Brown, he calling it. Oh man, beat them, bam, boom, beat him, beat him, <laughs> boom. And then right after that, after they beat us, right, because mm. I played for Florida, and we gave them a good game. Y'all did that first half. It was tough. And right after the game they won, he got them back in a circle. Who the best in the world? We are. Who the best in the world? We are. Who the best in the world? We are. Who, who, who? <laughs> and it sounded so good, good. Man. Oh, man. He had recruited me to their team. He didn't even know it. But now nah, I ain't going to lie, I was faithful to Cole Ricky Reed in the Florida, Florida Inn. That's a good friend but of mine. It still made me have an interest in being a part of their team. And another story, we playing North Florida Christian. Now, a lot of people around this time was hearing about the legendary, he done, you know, he, he, he done ball now, but Ernest Sims. And Ernest Sims was the number one recruit in the nation. I'll never forget, we had all the head coaches, recruits. We played them during the spring. Um, Larry Coker was there. Bobby, Bobby, I'm talking my head coaches out there on the sideline. And uh, like I told y'all, he called us a nasty boy. And I'll never forget, they threw a screen. And North Florida Christian got the ball, they threw a screen to Ernest Sims. And I ran up, bam, laid him out. Whole crowd going crazy. But y'all know what's so amazing? I heard Cole Brown on the mic, Cole Good. He say, Throw them bones, baby. <laughs> I hear him, but you know, you let in a intense play, you don't really hear it. Right. You just I hear him say, throw them bones, baby. I threw them up at him at the in the oh, press man. box. Oh man. Show them love. But Boy. that's the impact wow. that Coach Brown had. Coach, could you talk about some of them them special moments like that? Man. That, you know, from the chance to the, you know, the the, the play called and the, the some of the signature. You know, verbiage you were using. Yeah, I, I, I can't, Mike. Man, wow, that 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 was a special night. And when you make reference first to the throw them bones, I'm an old school Hurricane fan since 1983. So back in the day when we was really good, and the real Hurricanes, Rusty Medeiros and Michael Barrow and all them nasty D Lamas, Kevin Patrick and Crying and Riley and Sap. Every time they got a tackle, they would throw them bones. So when I became the linebacker coach. I was like, man, we're going to throw them bones. We're yeah, going to do yeah. something special. And so, like he said, man, Ernest Sims, he was all over the news and all over the paper. And all week long, I was dogging them out, telling them how great Ernie was, mm-hmm. putting up the newspaper clippings. You know, I wanted to get inside their head and let, let them know that this guy ain't the only bad linebacker. They right. just don't know these guys. Right. So, Ernest Sims got them a, a showcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 man, I've always had – Sound bites, words that 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 just came to me. Um, um, <laughs> it's one of my gifts, or some of my gifts that I was able to say and even motivate yourself. And I, I mean, you 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 so a man think if so is he. Mm-hmm. So I always took that adage out the Bible and I ran with it. And I always thought I was a winner. And then about our coach, I put that in them. They may dress better. They bus may they may be on charter buses, and we may be on those old yellow cheese. But when the lights come on, we gonna play harder than anybody we play. Mm-hmm. I'm a coach harder than any coach that I coach against. We gonna play so hard. I used to tell them, play so hard until 
you all make them don't want to win. Yeah. They going over there telling their coaches, coach, they playing too hard. We, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. And I just always tell them and teach them, what's on the other side of working hard is greatness. And you never know how hard your opponent working. Nobody can practice in Quincy and see what they do in the NFC. So you better practice hard because you don't know how he's preparing. Same thing with the coach. I don't know if he's scouting. I don't know if he's coaching them up or coaching them down. I don't know if he's waiting on the lights to come on or the popcorn or start smelling the grill. But we're going to be ready to go. Yeah. We're going to be ready to go, man. So I always had that little extra up because I started with myself. I started with myself, and I was doing a dual job then. I don't know if you heard him. I was coaching the linebackers and announcing the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. The eye in the sky don't lie. So I'm up there watching everything, announcing it, and critiquing my linebackers at the same time. Now, Coach, this is my last thing. Okay. If you could, give the people what you got going on to this day oh, man. and um, how they can reach you. And uh, just information like that. Okay, what I got going on today, I'm a business owner of Get Down Brown Curry Express LLC, a business that was founded in August of 2018. And I got blessed with contracts at FAMU Football and uh, delivering the equipment as well as trafficking the word of God. Started uh, bringing FCA to the football team on the road. And um, so I can be reached um, at 850-933-3287. And what my motto is, call me and watch me get down. Um, fast, friendly service, professional. I can deliver anything, anywhere. I'm an ordained minister. Uh, I work for the Lord. And I'm a part of the Excellence Ministry in Midway, Florida, where my pastors are Greg and Michelle Taylor, um, right there in Midway, Florida, by the way of Quincy. And, 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 and we have service every Sunday at 9, and we go live on Facebook and um Man, um, at the age of 50, a milestone, life is good. I just start living. And being on this platform today, I don't have a bucket list, but this is a big deal Appreciate to be it. here on this platform, man. And I look forward to coming back, man. Yeah, hey, you got with, that. With man. more. And finally, I am an author. Uh, the book is not complete. The real life story of Timothy Brown entitled On Both Sides of the Fence. Coming in 2022. We're getting a copy ASAP. ASAP. And you ain't got to get it off Amazon. Get down Brown Curry. are going to deliver it to both of you guys and my cameraman. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. And as y'all just heard, man, that was a legendary voice. Y'all just listen to it. Close your eyes when you listen. Because this is what we experienced, man, in Quincy, Florida. A legendary announcer. I ain't talking about Joe Bullard or the fan you rally. I'm talking about... Timothy Good Brown, Thank coach, you. he did his thing, man, in Quincy, Florida. All the legends know about him. I'm talking about Willie Simmons, Allie Jackson, Leroy Smith, yes. Ronnie Thomas, D'Anthony Fan, Cody, Cody Fan, yeah. Anthony Nitro Battle. Yeah. I'm talking about, man, he was putting it down. And he is a legend. And I just want to thank Coach Brown again. Make sure y'all go check him out on all the social medias or anything for us, what he got going on. Instagram. Yes. Instagram at Get Down Brown Curry Express LLC. Say it one more time. On Instagram, IG, uh, my page is Get Down Brown Curry Express LLC. Follow and like.
Yes, sir. All right. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. Or else you'll fall to the ground. This is the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Yeah. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in You are now listening to the Life and Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeandfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeandfootball.com. Thanks for listening.